Welcome to Startup Out of the Box, a regular podcast about startups with Marco Silva and Vitor Domingos. On this episode, we're going to talk about uh, startup perks or uh, PR play uh, for many, mm-hmm. and then startup accelerators on the second half of this episode. This is episode number 20. 20. Uh, yeah. A lot of them. Um, welcome back uh, to our episode. So, um, startup perks. Uh, we've seen, well, um, every time anyone talks about this kind of stuff, the mm-hmm. first thing that comes to mind is Facebook and Google with uh, kind of in-house chefs and Everything. all uh, sugar and sweets and whatever they have. And babysitters uh, and shopping and clothing and every, half, every yeah. Everything that they do is to keep uh, people from going home. Yep. Actually, they just need to live inside the company because they have everything there. They don't need anything else. Yeah. Um, I think it's kind of a good way if you don't have kids, if you don't have family. If you have family, friends, kids, whatever, hobbies outside yeah. work, then it's going to be really complicated uh, to have to have access to all of these perks. But um, mm-hmm. some perks are really nice. I remember uh, working for a Swiss company yeah. and we had some interesting perks there over there. Um I do feel that uh, um, having breakfast at the company is really important for everyone because it keeps everyone on the same table mm-hmm. and everyone can do that. Um, this is kind of the most common for startups. Then along the way, if you yeah. get uh, more money and you get to, to, to give different perks to, yeah. uh, to your employees from cinema tickets to gym to um, yeah. what it is, cycle to, cycle to work and that kind of stuff bunch of stuff uh what, what do you think about that is that a good way to compensate employees um and bear in mind that some companies actually give these uh perks and then reduce the salary because they give a lot of stuff to you right so i think that there are different types of perks uh so the ones that you could say are kind of compensation like a substitute mm-hmm. for your salary because they are paying for uh your transportation like for your commute and uh, they give like okay for you they might pay like the subway for the other person they're paying okay i'll pay for the petrol to balance it out well, so, in, in california they actually have buses right yeah. from the city center to them so i think uh some of these perks are quite interesting and but startups should focus like this is really they shouldn't use this as a way to properly attract people like okay if you're google that's kind of like the standard there if you're a small startup having ping pong tables and beer that's really not what's going to attract engineers yeah that's going to be like okay it's nice that you have that but what's truly really going to attract engineers is more maybe like do you provide a like education package mm-hmm. that's training most, yeah training education uh books uh mainly for like hardware things like that that's usually a much more valuable in the eyes of people joining your startup than yeah you have free lunch yeah yeah it's nice things, but I think that the things will have different uh, weights yeah. and values uh, to the two different companies. I, f- I value more giving those uh, educational and uh, things. Okay, and we also we are a, a fully remote company, so having like team lunch that doesn't we doesn't, doesn't work. Yeah, doesn't work. so but having like those different types of perks, most focus on education yeah. uh, that the person can use for to develop themselves. I think it's more valuable than uh, like the lunch and breakfast. But they're always nice, and of course, yeah, a lot of companies do that. Yeah, that's that's the kind of the first ones that people actually. Yeah. Uh, think when we talk about company perks but i think at the end and this time and time and age uh, right now we still uh-huh. uh, don't care about kind of mater- maternity or paternity leave yeah. that's really important for yes. some and some companies they actually they don't but they just provide the minimum mm-hmm. standard uh, for each country yeah. they, they operate in um i remember back in portugal it was kind of four weeks that mm-hmm. uh, the mother could have and then the yeah. father could have two something like that i'm not sure what's going to be the system here in the uk uh, I think but, in the, um, yeah in the uk there's in the uk there's a bit more uh lean way from the government side but yeah. companies 
do provide a bit more than the minimum required by government. So there's uh, some effort here in co- yeah. for some companies. And, and, if, and if you look at uh, Google, Google even provides 12 weeks, from 12 weeks to five months of maternity leave yeah. paid. And that's really important. And yeah. I think that right now there's this kind of shift between... Um, I, I, we actually don't need those beers and ping pong tables or football tables or soccer, whatever you call it. Yeah. But actually, we need more useful things like education, like yeah. training, like time off or maternity mm-hmm. leave. That's really important. Yeah, for, uh, I, a good example was uh, about two weeks ago, I spoke to a founder. I can't remember what was the name of the, the company created, but then he sold it already uh, through... Hundred millions for hundreds millions something like that, yeah. and and it was quite. Like, he was talking about the maternity leave and the perks in the company. So he started building his team, and when he got around, uh, I can't remember like 30, 40 people. Uh, one of the fir- one of the first employees, uh, female employees, uh, got pregnant. So that was the first employee that he uh, got pregnant. Uh, his reaction was, "Okay, this never happened. I have no idea what should I what do? should I do." So his reaction was, he went to her and said, "What do you need?" Yeah. And that's basically became the policy of the company. Whenever uh, someone became a parent, so mother or, mother or father, that wasn't like a standard. That was the standard of the company was going to them. What do you need? What can the company do for you to help you? That became the standard maternity leave policy perk for the company. So they, of course, they, they would suggest like, we can do this, this and this. But it was like, what do you guys need? And that was kind of the, the maternity perk for the, for the company was just that, what, exactly what the employees needed. And he said, most of them, I think they said that he gave like 90% of all the employees that use that maternity leave all returned and stayed in the company yeah. um, for sense. more years. So, Well, uh, I think that right now, anyone that wants to join a startup and if you see on a LinkedIn or mm-hmm. some kind of job ad, if you see, well, we have, I don't know, football, snooker, yeah. uh, beers at Fridays and stuff like that. I don't think that people actually care about that. If you talk about vacation, time off, family, mm-hmm. education, maternity leave, that's mm-hmm. really what keeps, mm-hmm. I think, in my opinion, people yeah. going into a specific startup instead of another one. Because we, we know that Facebook and Google are kind, kind of kind of the standard right now when it comes to perks. Um, and, um, and if you're actually starting a company, I'm not sure if you should give any kind of perks to, to your employees because it's really hard to do that. It, it costs a lot of money, mm-hmm. but, it, um, but it's also part of the culture. So you need mm-hmm. to give something to get something back. Mm-hmm. And maybe sometimes if you don't have money, just give some time off. Um, just if the 20% or 10% of their time to do whatever they want, either yeah. at home or something like that. And if you're a remote company, um, I think that's the most interesting perk that you can have is work wherever you want. Um, and and also you can help uh, with your employees saying, okay, we'll pay cover uh, like until, until a certain value, for example, for a co-working space if you want. So yeah. th- that's something, if you're a remote company, that's a, that's a perk that you can help your employees with. Okay, yeah. maybe they, they want to work from a remote space, a co-work, just help finance that. Exactly, makes sense. And you can put it as expense in the company, so. Oh, yes, of course. So um, that's it for company perks. Um, uh, we haven't touched the kind of PR stunt, but I think that that's kind of the standard. It's not just PR. It's, yeah. it's, I think, it's, it's yeah, going to be needed. And the, the thing for PR is 10 years ago, yeah, it was a PR stunt because, oh, my God, companies are giving free food and free laundry and all of that. But nowadays, like, yeah, I mean, no companies do that. It's not a PR yeah. thing anymore. Yeah. So even when people send emails, like, yeah, like, just clean up all the all of that member jumbo stuff let's go to the, to the to the concrete stuff yeah so and for the second uh, topic mm-hmm. we're gonna discuss about startup accelerators mm-hmm. or as I usually call it vultures it can be yeah I know some in Portugal that would fall into that category. Yeah, uh, vultures. So, uh, do you want to start with this? 
Any ideas? Okay, so for those that don't know what it is, so a startup accelerator, it's usually uh, like a fixed size program, like usually three months. Incubation uh, program. Incu- kind of like an incubation. You go there with usually for startups, quite an initial phase, uh, like in the seed phase, something like that. And the, the, the accelerator will give you some money in exchange for some percentage of your company. Uh, but they will also provide you mentorship, networking, uh, tools, uh, workshops, uh, advice on how to prepare your pitch, how to talk to investors, how to talk to clients. Like, yeah. So most of them, that's kind of like the, the idea is like a three months intensive package of let's help bootstrap or not sure. bootstrap because you're getting money, but let's help you jumpstart your company yeah. and we'll give you advice in every topic that you might need we'll find someone to do that so that's the, the idea of a startup accelerator and there are some famous ones so the most famous one might be Y Combinator that's one mm-hmm. of well, the most Many famous ones yeah. oh the first one the first one no, the first one and now they are inundated every year with startups from everywhere in the world uh, you have 500 startups in the US and then in Europe you have most likely it's going to be Seedcamp or Techstars those are the, like the most uh, famous ones yeah um, well I think that pretty much every single country right now has their own accelerator yeah. Every single city has their own accelerator, yeah. and soon every single village will have their own accelerator. Everyone wants to be accelerator. Exactly. I think that um, uh, one of the um, uh, kind of when we were when I had my own startup, um, anyone that would have um, uh, an event mm-hmm. would hold an event. It could be a couple of months for them to start an accelerator. So. <sighs> For you to move from I can host an event and I can do an event and then I'm going to move to Accelerator is like the next step because um, they have the contacts, they can reach out to invest and say, listen, I have a bunch of startups, I have a bunch of investors, I'm going to introduce to uh, uh, I'm going to introduce yep. them and we're going to take 6%, 12% of them. Uh, that's kind of my fee. Um, that's why I call them vultures because they don't add any kind of value to the whole ecosystem. Yep. They just... Mm-hmm. introduce people we um, kind of uh, first dates mm-hmm. but um, some of them they're quite useful some of them are quite uh, successful like the Icominator and Seedcamp and I think that this is something really good for people that actually don't have any kind of experience when it comes to entrepreneurship mm-hmm. because most of them they provide instead of just not just the connections or the money but also the mentorship the mentorship of leadership, of yeah. taking care of finance, of technology, and that kind of stuff. And for me, the most interesting, there are some accelerator programs where they can just, if you don't have a, a, a technical co-founder, they can borrow you one to, for yeah. you to kickstart that, and then you go to the market and they help you, yeah. not just building the company, but actually doing that kind of stuff. Yeah. They, they, they have this as a kind of a production line. So that's the kind of thing that I feel find really useful. Yeah. And it, like those are like the, the the pros on why to, to yep. go. If you jump starting your uh, startup, that's usually a good a good thing. But of course, why not to do one is really well. One, pay attention, really pay attention to what uh, they're giving you and to what they want from you. So percentage wise, because of course, if you a lot of the I would say the acceptable values you might talk about three to five percent. I would say that's are kind of acceptable values. More than that, for me, would say that's kind of not acceptable nowadays. Uh, there are some some accelerators out there that I've seen that are asking like for twenty percent and thirty percent of equity in the company. LDL. Hell no. I know it might look like a good idea. Trust me, it's it's going to be a really bad idea. Oh, yeah. Once you go to look for an investment round and investors see that you just gave out around thirty percent of your company for nothing, it's like, yep, that's not going to happen. Yeah, we are we are we are we are with, with stupid, right? Yeah. So so don't. Probably attention to that. Uh, look, if you're also thinking about applying to an accelerator, look at the network. Yeah. 
don't look at just the website look at the people that are involved the mentors try, and try, uh, yeah exactly yeah. look at the mentors try to talk to one or two founders that participated in the program because they usually announce all the companies that are there so try to connect to them via linkedin or twitter or something and get their feedback because they might look all shiny and unicorns on the website but in reality some founders might just tell you like just ignore it it was a waste of time yeah so pay attention to that because it, and, and like you mentioned there's now an accelerator everywhere and oh, yes. they, and every place you look there's got a new accelerator and new event so a lot of them are really good but a lot of them are really bad Yes. So uh, read the terms and conditions. That's yeah. really important in the fine print. And um, and I, I think that at the end, just think if it's really useful mm -hmm. for you to go into these kind of programs. Yeah. Um, Understand what you want to take out of them and use that as your list to real to think. Okay, should we or should we not do this? Yeah. And uh, and 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 try to decide if they are really accelerator or just a, a vulture mm -hmm. that's gonna uh, mm -hmm. eat your money. Yeah. Um, right. So what else do we need to tell about accelerators? Um, there's a bunch of them throughout Europe. There's a bunch of them in the United States. Um, Pay attention. I, I know that in Europe the most famous ones they are in the Netherlands, I think, and then there's a huge one in France that belongs and, to the government. And in Germany, yes, so pretty much everywhere. And, and even uh, in, and, yeah, in London, there's two big ones. Yes, uh, um, but um, but uh, uh, most of them they just ask the kind of idea and yeah. for you to explain the kind of yeah. the first financials of, of of your company, then you're pretty much accepted. Yeah. Most of them also required either a demo or um, mm -hmm. a, um, a proof of concept of the. Mm -hmm. of the product that you want to deliver and most of them also require a video of the, f the two founders explaining the product to someone else mm -hmm. um, when you pitch them this kind of idea but bottom line i think that's really useful if you get the right terms and conditions and if you understand how the process works so i think yeah. it's a good idea to do this and um that's it for today episode number 20 of startup out of the box that's it see you next time cheers bye